1: Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Hello, and good morning to you. Yes, it's morning because if you're listening to this, you are waking up, waking up to your true life, and we are here because we're at kind of an alarm clock for you. I 'm just going to give you things as much as I can to help you see the path that you're walking on just a little clearer, so you don't have to stumble in that pothole. You don't have to run into that tree or, or trip over that rock. If I can shine a light on your path as you go along your journey, then you can avoid those things and move further down the path that you're, you're headed toward to your destination, the, the, the dreams that you have. You want to get there as quickly as you can. In fact, you want to at least travel Uh, as smoothly as you can let's put it that way because we don't ever really quite get there we're always on the move we're always becoming we're always moving we're always traveling so what you want is your travel to be as smooth as possible less potholes less trees to run into less rocks to trip over so thank you for joining we are here because i'm going to shine the light on your journey on your pathway so that your journey is smooth and uh The first thing I I just will give you, as always, is to ask you to think about these three things. If you think about doing this every day of your life, then that will help in your journey. Being thankful. You know, gratitude is so very important. Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. So being thankful, and there's so many reasons to be thankful, but being thankful is very, very important. And then you have so much that you've been given. It's time for you to give give back, give of yourself, give of your time, your service. It doesn't have to be money. But if you have money, give money to your charities. Just give, give from your heart. Because when you're giving, you're receiving at the same time. And then thirdly, this power that we have to choose, it's an amazing, amazing power. It's I, I call it the second greatest power we've been given uh, besides life itself. And that's the power to choose. But choosing comes with a responsibility. That power comes with a great responsibility. So love first and then choose. Love yourself first and then choose. And when you do that, you'll have fewer regrets. So thank you. Welcome and good morning to you. I'm so, so very pleased that you are here listening. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. See, already I'm grateful that you're even listening. And uh, I'm so so grateful for so many things in my life. I mean, I have a lot of things in life, uh, a lot of material things, but those aren't the things that I'm really grateful for. My gratefulness, my thankfulness comes from my having life. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for my life, my, not the things that I have in life or even the quality of my life. Although that's important, I'm thankful that I have life. I'm thankful that I have breath to breathe. I'm thankful that I've been given a mind to think, to create. I've been given so many gifts, the gift to choose, as I was talking about, the gift to be aware. I'm aware that I'm aware, the gift to 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 really be and continue to grow and become everything that I was intended to become. Those are gifts that we've all been given. So I'm not thankful for anything that I have uh, you know, beyond what you might have, You have these same gifts. So if you look at me and say, well, Clarence, you've got this and you've got that, and I can see why you're thankful. No, you don't understand. I'm not thankful for those things. I'm thankful for the same things that you have, your life, your breath, your mind, the gifts to choose, the gift to be aware. I'm thankful for those things. So it's not the material things. But from that, you know, you are able to achieve a lot of things in life from the gifts that you've been given, you're able to acquire material things. You're able to, to grow and to become more and to create. Those are the gifts that you've been given. And that's the result of those gifts. So that just allows you to getting those things, having, you know, all the material things that you can have whether they be uh, nice clothes or, or, or you know, shopping money, or you can go to the grocery store and buy anything you want, uh, steak and lobster tonight, if that's what you want to. If you have that ability to do those things, just make sure that those are the things that are fanning the flame of your gratitude towards life's real gifts. Yeah, you're going to be thankful that you're able to do those things, but the real gratitude is about being thankful for life's gifts. So, so please keep that in mind as you go through life, because there are times when you're not going to have money. There are times when you're not going to have material things. There are gonna, times when you're not going to have the quality of life that you, that you really want. But you can and should still be thankful, because you still have the gifts that you carry all along with you. Life, breath, your mind. The power to choose, the power to be aware, those are gifts that you always have. So it's, it's uh, I'm just going to tell you, there's no excuse not to always be thankful under any circumstances. I know it's tough sometimes when you have circumstances that don't uh, seem real. Um, uh, they just don't empower you to, to be happy necessarily. But you have the things in your life to be thankful for. And you can't be happy unless you start with gratitude. So being thankful first. I'm really thankful that you're here listening. It's amazing. You know, it's so amazing that you're listening. I received word from the Global Broadcasting Network, This is the, the company that, that airs this show, that in July we saw over 600,000 listeners. 600,000. Not 6,000. Not 60,000. Not even. It, it, it's 600,000. 600,000 listenings to this show in the month of July. That is phenomenal. So I applaud you for waking up. I applaud you for joining in. This is not about me. Well, you know, afterwards, I'll sign autographs if you want. After the show, just come see me. I'll sign autographs. No, I'm really kidding. I hope you know me by now. I am really kidding about that because the truth is I'm absolutely blown away with humble humble appreciation for your being here, for your listening, for your involvement, your participation, the emails I get, the the fact that you're downloading these shows tells me something about you. It's not about me. It's about you. And from that, I say life is good. Life is so good. You know, last week, I shared a story as we were talking about the value of life. I was sharing a story about Mrs. D., uh, if you remember that story, Mrs. D seemed like she had the whole world at her fingertips. I mean, she was married with two kids, 2.2 kids, if you remember correctly, because she was pregnant. Uh, the, the house with the white picket fence, the husband that she had uh, she had grown up with, a childhood sweetheart sort of thing. and uh, And when she came to me, I won't tell the story again, but she wasn't saying life is good. And when you look at someone who has all these things... And as I said, you can look at someone who has everything. It seems that they have everything. And you can think, well, it's easy for them to be thankful. It's easy for them to say, life is good. When I say life is good, I'm not talking about all the stuff. I'm talking about the fact that I'm grateful for the gifts that I have. And if you can see your life that way, no matter what's going on in your life, if you're struggling right now with anything, if you're challenged, if you've got an issue with with weight, if you have an issue with uh, health, if you have an issue with, you know, no job, whatever it is, you can still be thankful and you can start there to move toward that level of happiness that you really, really are after. You know, with Mrs. D, uh, if you remember the story, the first words out of her mouth when when she pulled me aside to talk to me was, "Life sucks." Wow, you know when someone says that, they are not obviously not in a place of gratitude. They are not in a place of happiness, and so it's very difficult to see a way out when you believe that life sucks. You see, and I'm very aware uh, that you know all these things that that I might have in life, uh, that nothing none of that's really real. Um, that's really, uh, you know, that separates me from, there's nothing real that separates me from others. Let me just put it that way. The, the cars or, or anything I have, that doesn't separate me from anyone else. In fact, I'm no different than people who are misfortunate. I am absolutely no different because I have the same life source running through me, I have the same gifts that everyone else has. I have the same uh, ability to create in my mind that everyone else has. There's no difference here. Are are you or have you ever experienced a time when you had no job or maybe you had no food? Have you ever gone hungry? Have you ever missed a meal? What does that feel like? Have you ever been at a place where you just you had no money? I mean, you were maybe overdrawn in your bank account. You know, that is a place that doesn't feel real good. Have you ever felt that your that your life that in your life that you had no future or that the future you saw was was not one that you wanted it to be? You know, I will just say I know that feeling. <laughs> I know it all oh too well and I'll just say welcome. Welcome to the club. Because that's a club that we've all joined or been a part of to some degree at some point in our lives. Every one of us, the rich and the poor, have had a part of our lives That We have struggled with and we found ourselves wondering about the future, the future of our life, how much happiness was going to be in our life. You know, tonight we're going to talk about I'm going to give you five things that we're going to really uh, focus on that can really turn that around. Now, last week, I gave you the high mindset model that can take your energy to a new level and can create that happiness for you. But here are the things that you're gonna, these five things I'm gonna give you are the things that you really, really need as tools to keep in your tool belt that will absolutely help your life. I call it the TEACH model, T-E-A-C-H. So if you stay tuned, you're gonna get every piece of this that's gonna make a difference in your life and maybe you can use the TEACH to teach others and then you will make a difference in their lives also. So when we talk about the TEACH model, I'm going to tell you it's an exit strategy from that club that I just invited you into, that I just welcomed you into. We're going to be back after these messages, and when we come back, we'll talk about TEACH. be right back.
0: Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break.
1: How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883-8883. 090917 that's 8883090917 your time is now let's break through to the next level of your career
2: and ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, NatureSpiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show? Nature Spirit Speak. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on Toginet.com.
0: Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life Academy. We were just talking about having a few challenges in life that uh, come up for all of us. And they, they run the gamut. I won't even go through the thousands of things that can go, lo- go wrong for us. But, you know, some of the basic things, having no job, no food, no money. Uh, you know, if you've experienced even a part of that, you, you know that life can be a little bit challenging at times. And, and like I said, welcome to the club. But this is, this is something about that club. That, that club, um, is, this is one of the, the few clubs, and maybe it's not one of the few clubs, but it is a club that you can leave. You can get out of this club. You know, if you were, uh, joining a gang or, uh, uh, in prison or, uh, if you were, you were the, the, the mob, Uh, A lot of those clubs, you can't leave. There's no way you can get out of those clubs without literally dying. So the good news about being in this club, of, of having a few challenges in your life, no job, no food, no money, no whatever, that you can exit. There's an exit door. But it's hard to find that door to get out of the club. You know, imagine that you're in a place. Just think about this for a minute. You're in a dark, smelly, dingy place. It's cold inside that 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 room. Uh, There's no place to sit, and you're getting uncomfortable, so you got to stand. It's almost like being in solitary confinement. You're just sitting there. It's cold. It's dark. It's dingy, and you just can't get out. You can't find the door to get out. You know, you may not know um, how to—you don't know how you got in there either, but you know that you can't find your way out. And the worst part is you just— don't know if this is where you're going to be forever. You start to believe that, well, maybe this is it. I'm stuck in this club. I'm stuck in this house. I'm stuck in this dark, dingy place. Where is the exit? You know, a lot of what I do when I coach and teach uh, is I point people to the exit. I turn on a light. I turn on the heat. Uh, But I don't make them comfortable in that club. I really try to show them the door so they can get out of there and start to live the life that's outside of this dark, dingy, cold club of of misery and and issues and challenges. We all kind of walk through that club from time to time, but we find our way out often. And I want to make sure that I'm showing you the exit. Now, I get to stay inside the club and and show people the exit. Uh, So I see a lot of stuff going on, people coming in. But when I see people leave, I know, and it makes me feel so good that they're walking out into a brand new life, into a brand new world. So that's part of why I'm here today. I'm here to show you the exit to this club of misery and issues and challenges. You know, um, also imagine that, you know, if I'm in there, welcoming you to this dark place that there's somebody in there welcoming you you know in these gangs or mob or uh, these other places when they welcome you in they're not the same person that's welcoming you out and showing you the, the exit once you're in it's like uh, uh, gosh I was listening to a song it was I don't know if any of you've ever heard this song it's 3121 it's by prince and uh, it's 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 uh, it's about you know Coming to a place, it's an address, 3121, where you go party. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have a lot of fun. But one of the lines he says is in there, you can, you can always come, but you can never leave. And so even if you're partying all the time, sometimes you want to leave even after, after partying for a while. So you don't want to stay in one spot all the time. This is not a place, wherever you are right now, it's not a place where you have to stay. You can always leave. And so what I'm trying to do is help you find that exit. If you want to find that exit, just keep listening. You know, uh, there is, a, uh, there is a, a time and a place for you to experience the challenges that you experience. But there's also a time and a place to leave that behind. So let's talk about how to do that. Let's talk about what it takes to, to really leave that dark, dingy, dank place called that club of misery, challenges, issues, and and there's no shame in being there because we've all been there. That's why I welcomed you. I was there too, uh, but there's a way to move forward. You know, uh, whether you're a CEO of a company or you're a an inmate in prison, these same things apply. In fact, I know that they apply uh, because I use these same things when I talk to uh, clients who are are fairly well off. And I talked to people who are uh, incarcerated. In fact, last week, I, I spoke to uh, the the juvenile hall inmates in California, Indio, California, and we went over this same model that I'm going to share with you. And I will tell you, it was the most, uh, gosh, it just did my heart so, so good to see the response, to see them light up understanding these five principles that, again, it's not just for people who are incarcerated. These CEOs of companies use, can use, and should use these same five principles to increase the value of their life as well. So the first one, let me just get on with it because I don't want to run out of the show here before you get to uh, these five things. T-E-A-C-H. Teach, And when you learn these, you, I want you to go out and teach it as well. I want you to teach someone else because when you teach someone else, you learn also. It's that third-person teaching. The way to really learn something is to teach it yourself. So, the first T is your thoughts. It's thinking. That's what's going on in that six inches of real estate between your ears. The thoughts that you have in your mind make all the difference. That's where it starts. Your life starts there. Everything that happens starts there. Everything that's created starts there. You know, it's been said, and I, I may have said it here a couple of times, everything is created twice. Look around you right now. If you can see something in front of you, a chair, a, a stapler, a, a computer, whatever it is, a piece of clothing, Everything is created twice. What do I mean by that? I mean that it was first created in your mind or somebody's mind, and then it became a thing. There's a process for it to become a thing, but it had to start with an idea. It had to start with a thought. Things don't just magically appear. Poof, you've got that chair in front of you. Somewhere along the line, someone decided that they were going to build a chair. And then they went through the process to build that chair. So everything is created twice. If you keep that in mind, then that will remind you that your thoughts are so very valuable and so very important in creating the reality that's around you every day. If you're thinking about a chair, I'm a simple, simple example, but if you're thinking about a chair or maybe there's a chair that you want in the corner of your uh, of your room that's there's an empty corner in your room you want a chair you start thinking about huh i'd like to have a chair and then you start thinking about ways of getting a chair maybe you have to go buy one or 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 you know whatever it is but that chair is not going to get in that corner unless it entered your mind first so thinking is so important you know we say it all the time we know how important our thoughts are we say well you know i was just thinking and then you describe what you were thinking. Or have you ever had anybody ask you, hey, what are you thinking? Thoughts, they know. It's, in, it's really understood that our thoughts can turn into a reality. That's how important they are. They can turn into a reality. So people want to know, what are you thinking? Because I kind of want to know what, what's going to happen next. I want to know what you might do next. I want to know what you might create next. And the only way for me to know what you might create next in your life or in my life, is to know what you're thinking. Because your thoughts could be the reality that you're creating. The thoughts that you have are, in fact, creating a measure of reality. Now, you have to understand there are, I don't know, we talked about this before, how many things that are going through your mind all the time. How many thoughts do you think you have? One or two? No, of course not. You've got hundreds. No? No? You've got thousands. No. You've got tens of thousands. No. I think you have hundreds of thousands of thoughts that go through your mind every day and in a 24 hour period, day and night, even when you're dreaming. You're thinking, you can't stop thinking. You know, when you're absolutely unconscious or or dead, um, you know, possibly there's no thoughts going on at that point in time. When you're dead, I don't know. I've never been there, but I can only assume that there's no thoughts going on once you're dead. Uh, But the the reality is, while you're alive, your mind is always thinking. You can't shut it off. Even when you try to meditate, you can't shut it off. Your mind is always thinking. So if that's the case, and you do that more than anything in the world that you ever do, more than blinking, more than breathing, more than your heartbeats, your thinking isn't important. Isn't it important to really understand what those thoughts are creating and because you have so many you really have to begin to focus your thoughts think about um, a time when you have maybe growing up you have uh, 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 really uh, watered the lawn maybe you were watering the lawn and as you were watering the lawn um, you the, the water was on full blast and if you were, want a group of flowers to be watered, you would point that hose at those flowers or in that general area. And over time, you keep watering and it grows. The things you want to see start to grow. But if you let go of that hose, what's going to happen to that water? That hose is going to start flip-flopping all over the place, right? It's going to, the the house will get wet, the dog will get wet, the car will get wet, the water, you might get wet. Everything will get watered. And maybe some drops will fall on that area that you want to cultivate, that area that you want to grow. But if you're not focused on that, if you're not pouring the water on that, if you're not handling that hose, then your 250,000 thoughts are they're just all over the place. And so there's no telling what reality you're going to create. There's no telling what part of the lawn is going to grow because that water is just spraying everywhere. So thoughts are very, very important. And it's not just the thoughts. It's making sure that you're focusing your thoughts on the things that you want. So that's very important. Um, we're going to take a break here. And I know I've got four more uh, to go through here. Uh, and, and I promise we'll get through them. And I try not to take too much time with each one. But I want you to get the power and the efficacy of each one of these and how important it is. Uh, I shared this with the group last week, the inmates. And I will tell you, light bulbs came on like you wouldn't believe. And we're going to talk more about this when we get back. We're going to take a break. See you right after the break.
0: True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do because lisa Stedman is on a mission she will dare you challenge you enlighten you provoke and empower you to bring out that is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of WooHoo Inc. and the WooHoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do. In love, life, and business. She is going to be here for For you, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are talking about the TEACH model, T-E-A-C-H. And we just went over the T, which is your thoughts. It's thinking. The thinking that goes on within you, you know, certainly there's, it's always happening. The evaluation, you're always evaluating things. As you listen to this, you're thinking of, uh, of things that, that I'm saying and maybe challenging those things. That's, that's great. That is what the mind is for. Attempting to interpret and understand uh, it, things that you see and things that you hear. Uh, you're solving problems. The brain loves the mind loves to solve problems, always solving problems. So that's why there's so many thoughts going through your head all the time, because you're solving multiple problems at the same time. You're, walk, you're walking and chewing gum at the same time. You couldn't do that when you, when you first uh, arrived on the scene. But now, you are able to focus your thoughts in a certain way, and it becomes almost uh, without even thinking. You can do certain things, but certainly your mind is still thinking about it. It's raising your hand up. It takes your mind to make that happen it doesn't just happen unless you intend it to happen by starting with the thought in your mind so focusing your thoughts on the things that you want to have happen in your life that is important so your thoughts are extremely important let's go to the next letter which is e all right what do you think e would stand for uh there's not a lot of e words that um that really uh touch what you have inside of you and of course um Well, I won't leave you in in suspense any longer. It's your emotions. Emotions. Emotions are driven by, you got it, your thoughts. You see, your emotions come out. You you think sometimes that an emotion appears to to just come at you because something happened. Well, when something happens to you, whether it's uh, uh, someone cuts you off in traffic or, or something else, someone says something to you. It triggers a thought that creates a feeling in you about what just happened. And that's why when many of us will see and experience the very same thing, but we'll have different feelings about it. And the reason we have different feelings about it is because we're thinking about those things in different ways. We each have our own thoughts about it. And so it creates different feelings that we have about it. So the thoughts are important because they begin to drive your emotions your feelings. And if your feelings often appear to be out of control, guess what? That's because your mind is, you, you've got that hose. Nobody's holding the hose. It's, it's flopping all over the place. And so your emotions begin to flop all over the place. See, that connection between your thoughts and your emotions uh, can range all the way from the very, I call it the low vibrational, low dark side to the high vibrational, true light side, that high end uh, of, of your consciousness and, and even your subconsciousness. You know, there is uh, a way to move up and down. And we talked a little bit last week about the high mindset and how to move from the low end up to the high end. See, your thoughts can control your emotions. And if, if your emotions are dependent on your thoughts and you can start to focus your thoughts Guess what? You can, obviously, begin to manage your emotions. Now, if you decide not to manage your emotions and just let it go wherever they want to go, sometimes that feels a little freeing. I'm just going to let it, Let me just let me feel what I feel. But understanding what you're saying to yourself is just let me just take random thoughts and let those influence my feelings. Um, Or you're going to focus on something that might be... Um, not so positive, and that's going to create a dark emotion for you. And so, so I'm not saying that any of this is easy. This is just the landscape. This is the landscape of what happens with us. And, and this, I'm giving you the map. Whether you follow the map or not or use it uh, is up to you. But this is the map to get to the exit. This is the map to get out of that club I welcomed you into, the club of of challenges and and issues and misery and and, and being in the dark, dingy, dank, cold place of life. There's a map that you can get out. You can leave this club, and you have to do it on your own. If you're waiting for someone to come in and rescue you from this club, they'll make it okay. I'm waiting for my superhero to come in and just pull me out of this club. Uh, of misery. um, Yeah, I'll be the one to break it to you. It's just not going to happen. Even if you think that someone is going to rescue you, they're going to pull you out of maybe your circumstance, but you're still going to be in that mindset. And as long as you're in that mindset and you don't know your way out, the next time you find yourself with a challenge, you'll be right back in that club. So you don't have to always go back to that club. You don't have to go back in there all the time. Every time you have a challenge or an issue. You already know where the exit is. So if you happen to visit that club from time to time, you can run to the exit. You can leave immediately as soon as you recognize you're in that dark, dank, dingy, cold place. Okay, so this is the map. I'm just giving you the map. What you do with it is up to you. So emotions is the E of teach. And because emotions are so critical, they actually create an energy around you the, the emotions you have create an energy. We talked last week about it as well, so I won't go back over it. But the energy that you create around you starts to attract certain things into your life that uh, is like that energy. So if you're really upset about something, um, there's a certain energy that you're, that you're emoting, that you're, that's coming out. And there are going to be things that, that are not very good coming your way. Because that's what you're attracting. And then almost as if you're you're saying, okay, see, I told you. I told you I should feel bad because now that happened to me. And so I'm going to feel even worse. And then you just keep staying in that place and stewing in that low frequency, that low energy, that dark place and something else. I just got another bill in the mail. You know, I didn't create that bill. Somebody just sent that to me, you know. I have a reason to, to feel bad and, and and things just keep happening to me. So when you go outside of yourself and you believe that all of these things are happening to you and that you have no real control over that, that's because you've let go of the, the thinking hose and your mind is going all over the place and you're really not watering the flower bed that's going to create the growth of the life that you really desire. Okay? So... Uh, when we talk about creating that growth and, and watering that part of our thoughts that are important to create the life we want, it sometimes it's about getting into that zone. We talked about getting into the flow and getting into the zone uh, through the high mindset. Uh, and I keep referring to this high mindset. I'll, I'll just encourage you again. If you don't uh, remember that or if you didn't listen to that show, go to ClarenceCaldwell.com slash get high. If you go to Clarence Caldwell dot com slash get high you 'll see what that high mindset is all about and uh, and and so i won 't have to keep uh, telling you what it 's about. You can just go there and get it all right so that 's your emotions and and you know your emotions can be anywhere from the high end to the low end if you 're feeling angry about something i 'll tell you a, a, a brief story as I was uh, talking to the inmates at the juvenile hall last week. Uh, we talked about emotions and and i will tell you this the the level the educational level of that group was fairly low and in fact there were people who didn't know what emotions meant what that word meant they didn't know what the word gratitude meant and uh, you know there are certain words that we use and we just take for granted but we had to really break it down it's it's how you feel do you feel happy do you feel sad but once they understood that this thing of emotions that is within them, they caught on right away and they started telling me about how they were feeling. And one uh, of the inmates mentioned that he was angry. He always felt angry because people would pick on him. They would talk about the way he, he spoke uh, he, and, it, and it made him angry. And he just couldn't get over the anger. And I said, well, what happens after you get angry? He says, I, I really get, whew. I get really mad and I get, I I said, I stopped him there. I said, this is, I don't want you to go back to that place as you're describing it because you're starting to feel it right now. And I don't want you to feel that, but this is what happens when you stay in one negative emotion for too long, it gets worse. So being angry is something that we all feel it from, from time to time. It's a part, we're going to feel all the emotions So there's no such thing as, you never should feel fear. You should never feel anger. You should never feel blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that. Anybody tells you that, they're telling you to be a robot. You're not a robot. You're human. You're going to feel all of those things. But the key here, and I'm just going to say it again. I've said it a million times. The key is don't stay there. Don't stay there. If you stay there, it's just going to go in a circular motion like... When you flush the toilet, how it goes round and round and round and down, it's just going to go down to that septic tank. And you're just going to go down into a place you really don't want to be. So being angry is okay for a quick minute. But if you stay there, that anger turns into rage. That rage will turn into hatred and revenge. And then it it gets worse. And then you find yourself uh, doing things that you really don't want to do. So uh, it's, it's really important to understand where you are at any given point in time and what emotions you are feeling because emotions will drive um, you to the, to the next letter uh, of the teach. Uh, so I'm going to let you think about what that next letter is as we wrap up this issue about emotions because emotions are so important. And here's the deal. You have the ability to change your emotions. Yes, because where do they start? They start with your thoughts. So if you can focus your thoughts on something different that's not making you angry, then you can begin to move your emotion in a different direction so it doesn't go down the toilet. You start to come out of the bathroom completely and you start to live within the entire house of your life and start to enjoy the other parts of your life. And, you know, it's not easy to do sometimes, and I'm not asking that you go from anger to love at the top end of the emotional scale, but you can move baby steps from anger to maybe discouragement or disappointment. It's not as good as being at the very top end, but it's better than being angry, and it's better than going down further into hatred and rage and the other things that that can create problems in your life. So that's the emotional piece. So, have, have you thought about what the A might be? Because once you have an emotion, the emotion that happens and the energy that's created starts to come out in your behavior. That's a hint to what the A is about, all right? Your behavior. Yes, it's your actions. Your actions get generated from how you feel. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to talk to you about A, the actions and with the C and the H are as well. We'll be right back after this.
0: True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break.
2: If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Togenet.com.
3: Have you heard?
0: Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: So we were, as we talk about the TEACH model, the thinking, the emotions, and yes, I, I gave you this last one before the break, so I didn't want to keep you in suspense. The A, which is your actions, um, understand how they're connected. That's what's important about this TEACH model, is that n- one of them doesn't really stand on its own necessarily, but we think of these things as if they stand on their own. As I was visiting with the inmates at the Indio Juvenile Hall group, What's really outstanding for everyone in viewing these guys is what they did. What were their beha- what's their behavior? What action did they take that landed them in there? No one's talking about how they felt. No one's talking about what they thought. No one's talking about what led up to those actions. And they aren't even aware necessarily about what drove them to that action. They kind of know how they were feeling. But they don't really know the connection in a way that allows them to gain control. And that's what's important is to be able to gain control of your life so that you can point it in the direction of your dreams. You can point it down the path to the journey that you want to take and not just have that hose flying all over the place because your thoughts are all over the place. And so your emotions are all over the place. And at any given point in time, you're going to be angry and you will act on that anger. So if that happens, then you're, little out, you're, you're literally out of control and you really want to not be out of control in your life. And this does not just apply to inmates. I'm telling you, this applies to the CEO of large companies, anyone and everyone. This is the same formula for all of us. Once you get this down and you, uh, I will tell you this, it takes practice. You have to stop and think about it. There we go. We have to think. You have to start with thinking about what I'm saying, thinking about what you're doing, thinking about what you're feeling, thinking about your actions. When you stop to think, when you focus your thoughts about this in such a way, you've immediately, immediately taken ownership and control of what happens next of what you're going to feel and then what you're going to do because your actions are based on your thoughts and your emotions. You know, the behavior is driven by those. Your behavior is driven by your thoughts and emotions. Your actions express the emotions in a physical way. So if somebody, you know, ticks you off, you might haul off and take a swing at them. Well, that's your action, but it was based on the emotion that you had in that moment, that heated moment because of the thoughts that were feeding your emotions. And I know it sounds simple, but I want you to really think it through slowly because all this happens in a nanosecond for us. It happens so quickly that we don't really connect the two, or the three so far that I've given you. Let me give you a, another example. I was driving, let me ask you this. When you, when you drive, I will tell you, driving in California is a challenge. When you drive, you are not just driving for yourself, are you? You're driving for, like, everybody out there. You're looking around. You're making sure that, that no, one cut, no one is stopping short in front of you or, or coming up behind you and tailgating you. I, I think the biggest thing for me that, was, that really threw me when I moved to California was watching motorcycles drive in between cars uh, on the freeway. I mean, just zipping between cars at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. I had never seen that on the East Coast. You can't do that. It's illegal. But in California, it's illegal for, for uh, a, uh, a motorcycle just to zip between cars. I think that's so dangerous and it and, and just shocked me. The first time it happened, it really, literally scared me. I had no idea what was going on. Um, but, and I was fortunate just to keep the car going straight and not turn into that lane and, and create an accident with that motorcycle. But I digress. But <laughs> driving in California is a challenge. And so have you ever driven in California or anywhere for that matter, not just California, but have you ever driven and had someone do something that you thought was just uh, idiotic or you just didn't think it was the, it was certainly unlawful uh, or cut you off? Uh, if you've experienced that, then that might have triggered some emotions for you. You've thought about, hey, that person just cut me off. What the heck were they thinking? Again, thinking. They had to be thinking something, right? It all starts with the thoughts. What the heck were they thinking? And they cut you off. And then you start thinking, that so-and-so. You might have called them a name. And then you get a little bit upset, almost angry. You might even say something under your breath about that person. Just giving a little more energy to that emotion. And uh, this happened to me not too long ago. And one of my first... Uh, thoughts was that so and so what in the heck were they thinking you know, and I was tempted to to tell them they were number one, but I was going to use a certain finger to do that, <laughs> but i didn 't do that because I created in my mind I created okay, this is getting to a place where i 'm going to act on on something. Why would I act that way it 's because i 'm feeling a certain way it 's because i 'm thinking a certain way now i don 't slow down that. Slow is the way I just described it to you to to back up that way. But in a nanosecond, that's what happens to me. Whenever I think I'm going to take an action that's really not a really good action, I stop and think about the emotion and the thoughts that are creating that. Uh, And and if I didn't, I could have very easily turned my car into the lane they were in and just start chasing them because I really want to tell them they're number one. I really want to chase them down and let them know how I feel. And so that's because there was this emotion of anger or whatever it was that was on the dark side of my emotional scale that would drive me to do that and would drive that behavior. So understand that your actions are a behavior based on the emotion. And if the emotion is intense, the behavior is going to be fairly intense as well. So understand the, the, the correlation, the action that you have, uh, you know, it's a, it's a way to release the, the emotion that you have, and it actually fuels the original emotion, believe it or not, you could chase that person down and, and yell at them, but it would just add fuel to the anger because they would likely respond in a way that would just escalate the problem. So understand all your actions are based on your thoughts and your emotions. We did a show last year called, um, Do Your Emotions Control Your Life? And the, the answer was yes. So that's because your thoughts create your emotions and your emotions emotions create your actions. And that begins to create your reality. So let's go move on because I want to get through all of this. Uh, here's, the, here's the real important piece of this TEACH model and we talk about it every week. When I open the show, I talk about it every week. And that's the C. And that is choice. Even though you've got these thoughts and these emotions and this action that comes from the emotions, you always have the choice. You can go back upstream and choose your thoughts, which will is ultimately choose the emotion and result in a certain emotion that will Uh, choose the action that will result in another action that you can take. So choice is so very important. You always have a choice. You know, it's one of the greatest gifts. I I call it the second greatest gift that we have, you know, aside from life itself, that we have this power to choose. I think that's what makes it so powerful. Because even though you have thoughts, and even though you have emotions, and you're going to have behavior as a result of those, you get to choose all of that. That's what makes us special, that fact that we can choose. You know, no matter what the circumstances that, that you're in, you have that power. You know, if you've read the book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, uh, then you know, even at the intern camps, when the, the genocide was taking place, the Holocaust was taking place, place with the Jews, uh, that uh, Victor Frankl, he talked about. They could take everything. They took my family away. They took everything. Even the last thing he had to hold on to was wedding ring. They took that away. They took everything away, clothes, everything. They were taking people's lives around him. But he always had this choice to take his mind to a place that made him feel differently than desperate. And you can choose your thoughts. Can you imagine the 250,000 thoughts that went through his head every day? 249,000 of them were probably negative. And so he chose to take that one thought that was positive and focus on that. He took the hose and started watering that flower, that flower. And obviously, it grew into something beautiful. And he wrote about it. You know, he's famous. He's you know, Obviously, it was something that was the right thing for him to do. You can choose. Uh, one of the inmates that I talked to uh, had a struggle with this issue of choice because he was feeling angry. And he, he asked me, he used the metaphor. He asked me, uh, you know, I, sometimes, Mr. Clarence, I feel like I'm in the middle of an ocean and I don't know, I can't see land. I don't know which way to go. What what am I supposed to choose? And the simple answer, and I'll make it quick because we are running out of time, was to just swim, just keep moving, just keep going. And if you start feeling more and more angry or Worse emotionally, then choose to turn around and keep swimming in the other direction until you start feeling better. And so you always have the choice, even when you can't see land, when you don't know that there's an end to it. Your choice is to make a different choice, take a different approach if it's not feeling well. if you Pay attention to your thoughts and emotions and instead of acting on those negative ones, choose to turn around and swim the other way. All right and the the h because we are running out of time uh the h happiness happiness we talk about it all the time it does you know it, happiness doesn't start until you're thankful till you're grateful so when we talk about being grateful we're really talking about taking that first step to happiness again it's a choice you can be thankful For life, for breath, for the mind that you have to create. All of these things that you you have, that we all have. I'm not talking about the car, the house, and all this other stuff. I'm talking about making the choice to be grateful for the life that you have. It is a choice. You can create it for yourself, regardless of the circumstance. You can create the happiness for yourself, regardless of the circumstance. Negative things will happen. And your energy and emotion will get fired up. And you'll have a a tendency to follow the flow of that negative energy and that negative vibration. That response that you have might follow in suit with that. But you have the choice to be happy. Happiness is a choice. Don't let anybody tell you that it's going to take somebody else or something else to make you happy. It is yours. It's your choice. It's your right. We've come to the end of our hour. I really, really appreciate you listening. Use the TEACH model. T-E-A-C-H, think, emotional, act, choice, happiness. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everyone.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week. This same time to share his keys to success, to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.